Welcome back in Brady Farkas show right here on a Tuesday on WDEV AM and FM and WDEV radio.com UVM men's basketball coming off a 70 to 65 win over Brown last Friday in the second game of their Rhode Island swing. And it was an odd game to watch as a Catamount fan because you're watching the game, you're rooting for UVM, but you know, on the other sideline is one of the greatest players in UVM history and TJ Sorrentine, who's an associate head coach at Brown. Hard to believe in his 14th year on the Brown sideline and TJ is with us now 14 years, man. That's, that's hard to believe. It sounds crazy to even say it um, or hear you say it as a matter of fact. Um, but it's, I've had a, uh, I've had a ball doing it a um, ton of fun. And um, you know, when I stop having fun, I won't do it anymore. <laughs> and, uh, it's one of those things where co- you learn from coach Brennan. He always says, enjoy the wins. It's really, really hard. So enjoy the wins. And uh, that's why we do it. I love the competition, the wins and losses, and uh, it's just a, it's a beautiful thing. You know, undoubtedly a tough loss for your program on Friday, but a good game overall to watch from a fan's perspective. You guys are off to a great start at 8-5 and five this year, but what's it like to coach against UVM? Is that a weird feeling for you? Very weird. Um, it, it was a – and just to follow up on that, it was a great college basketball game, uh, really – high level, um, you know, especially that last eight minutes of the yeah. second half, it was back and forth and back and forth and just a great basketball game and just happy to be a part of it. You know, um, you know, our program's come a long way. And um, like you said, we're off to a great start. Um, but, you know, as I told Coach Brennan, if you had to lose one, um, I'd rather lose it to the <laughs> Cats. You know, UVM going into that game, we had made or I had made a big deal about they were having a really hard time scoring the basketball and they were really not shooting well from the outside. And I had called for them to be able to get to 70 consistently if they were going to do what we want them to do. And they got to 70. Is that just a product of, you know, they always had it and just hadn't done it through the first, you know, 10 plus games of the season? Or did they unlock something in that game against you guys last Friday? Yeah, it's funny. Like uh, we've been struggling to score a little bit too, and both of us are, are really good defensively. So I actually had the game pegged at sixty. So the mm. first one was sixty. I thought was going to win, and it did pan out that way. They did get to sixty before us, um, but the second half, I think we both played well offensively. And uh, but for them, I think it's just more of uh, you know, like Davis was out early, and you know him getting his legs. I think him shooting the basketball is is a huge plus for them. You know, he's just such a great player, and I, I just watch him. I. I told those guys, uh, Coach Becker. Uh, I told him before the game. I said it looks like looks like Davis is getting his legs back, and uh, you know he made a couple threes against Providence, then he made four against us. And like when when your five man has the ability to make threes like that, man, it, it just opens up so much uh, for the offense. And I think that's a, that's going to be a big key for them. You know, I don't want to put you in the position to really talk about another team's player, so I hope I asked this question right. Um, just from a guard standpoint, I look at it, Benny Shungu really was really good offensively in the second half. Didn't do much in the first half. As you, as someone who is a scoring guard, how do you get that mentality early versus balancing, trying to get everybody else involved? You don't want to be selfish, but you also know the team needs you to get yours. Yeah, I've watched Benny a ton, and uh, he's he's an unbelievable player, man. Just just to the growth that he's shown. Um, uh, you know, call me crazy, but I was saying to somebody the other day, you look at his career, I mean, he might be a top 20, 20 guy all time at Vermont. And, um, you know, a guy like that is always going to get himself going. I think the coaching staff does a great job, job putting him in position. Um, you know, obviously he was a focus for us coming into the game, uh, being one of their main guys. And um, in the second half, I thought they made a great, did a great job. Their, their staff, you know, coming out of timeouts and really doing some things to get him in position to score the basketball. And, um, you know, 
it's hard to keep scores down for, for a whole game. And we pride ourselves on being a good defensive team, and, but he's a heck of a player, man. And I, I'm, I'm so proud of him just being a, from Vermont and the success he has had, man, it's just awesome to see. I just told him I, I love watching him and um, rooting like heck for him the rest of the T- way. TJ Sorensen with us here on the Brady Farkas show on WDEV AM and FM and WDEV radio.com. You know, we were talking last week, we had a guest on kind of in advance of the game. We were talking about your coaching, you know, opportunities in the future. And we know that you had told us in August that you want to be a head coach someday as you enter, you know, as you're in year 14, what do you continue to get better at? What do you continue to learn as you kind of prepare for that next step, whenever it may come? Yeah, I think you're always keeping your black book and just different situations. I think, this year, uh, especially, we've had a ton of close games and we've really tested ourselves in the non-league. And um, I think you're always learning uh, in-game situations. And, and uh, you know, I think it's important um, to keep a file on those things. And so when you're in those situations again, even this year, um, you know, you, you know, you know how what you would do differently or, you know, things you, you might do the same. Um, I think that to me, that's that's the growth Um you know, as a coach. Um, but obviously every day it's just the continued development of, you know, trying to get our young men to be, to be better basketball players and, and just be better off the court as well. That never stops. So I think that's, that's why we do it. You know, that's why I do it. At least I I love to help in the development of these young kids and we have great kids and, um, Vermont obviously has great kids as well. So it's, uh, that's, that's, that's the main reason why I do it. And, uh, you can always continue to get better at that. You know, we see upsets every year, and I don't have like some Rolodex of of how many there are this year versus last year versus the year before or whatever, but it seems like at least regionally, we're getting a lot of good wins for low to mid-major conferences. Just last night, Albany beats Boston College. I think it was UMass Lowell earlier in the year beat Pitt, and in your league, Dartmouth beat Georgetown. So what's going on here in the water for some of these programs, or is it just, uh, you know, the parity, you know, the talent gap is shrinking? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I think a lot of teams are old, you know, like uh, a lot of guys getting that extra year. And, you know, a lot of times at these higher level schools, they're mismatching guys, quote unquote, free agency uh, in college basketball. And, like it takes time to to integrate those pieces. And, you know, team, a team like Dartmouth, they, they have a, a great core group of older guys. And, um, you know, early in the year, they know what they want to do, maybe a little more so than Georgetown. Um you know, it's to me, that's kind of where, where I would peg it um, like a team like Vermont. You know, they're old and they're experienced. They know what they want to do. And, um, you know, they, they very well could have knocked off Maryland. Um, and, and, you know, obviously they've played well. And um, it, to me, that's, you know, knowing what you want to do and having a core group of, of older veteran guys can really help you early in the year. Well, I'll get you out of here on this on a non-basketball question. You're Mr. New England, Mr. Rhode Island. I got to assume you're a Patriots fan. You have been to Patriots games before. I am going to Patriots Jaguars January 2nd. You don't have to have the answer right now, but I am expecting from you a sports bar or restaurant recommendation in and around the stadium uh, You know, as I get ready for that game. So I'm trying to plan my trip in my head. Yeah, CBS scene right at right at the stadium. It's a beautiful spot. Um a bunch of bunch of stuff around Foxborough, and uh, you can't go wrong. That's a that's a good trip, man. You uh, you lucked out on that one. Somebody must be taking care of you pretty well. So, uh, well, hey, January second in Foxborough. I don't know if it's going to be negative ten or not, but at least they're playing the Jaguars. So, knock on wood, I'm hoping for a win at least if I'm going to go to it. Yeah, hey, it's the Patriots are good again. So it's uh, it's all is well in New England. 
Absolutely. TJ, man, we appreciate the time. Congratulations on the good start to this year, and we'll certainly be following along to the rest of the way. I wish you guys nothing but success in the Ivy League. Thanks, Brady. I appreciate you having me on.